Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, and welcome to Black Marriage Therapy, BMT for short. Here we become students of marriage in order to create healthy, long-lasting relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Smith, and in today's episode, we discuss connection or intimacy. This is the second episode of a three-part series called The Three C's of Marriage. Today, we will be joined by a very special host, my amazing husband, Junior Smith. So stay tuned. Esther Perel is a psychologist who has done research in uh, love and desire and intimacy. And in one of her speaking engagements, she said this, and I wanted to share it with you guys because it's relevant to our topic today. Um, The topic header is called connection, but connection is intimacy. So that's how we're going to be referring it to. But she says this, for the first time, we are a lot freer, but also a lot more alone. And now one particular word is going to change its meaning radically, and it's the word intimacy. In most of the world still today, intimacy generally means that we share the vicissitudes of everyday life. We milk the cows, we feed the children, we deal with the droughts, we deal with the floods. But today in our Western culture, intimacy is into me see and into me see means that when I talk to you, you better look at me in my eyes and no clicking away. When I talk to you, into me see, what is it that you're going to see? I'm going to share with you my most deep assets, my hurts. They are my feelings, my worries, my anxieties, my aspirations, my dreams. Into me see means that I will open myself up to you to invite you in. What Esther Perel is discussing in this um, snippet here is what we're going to be taking the time to talk about today, which is intimacy. As she said in the beginning, I think it's very interesting that although we are connected more than ever in this world through social media, through all of our versions of technology, there is overwhelming amount of research that shows that people are more alone than ever. Why is it that people are being seen and yet not being seen? I'm not trying to be deep or convoluted, but there is something missing, right? We can share our lives on social media and, and, and connect with people, but there is something that is different about a deep, intimate relationship that makes you feel seen and connected to a person in a different way. And that is what I want to talk to you guys about today, intimacy. Before Junior joins us, 
I just wanted to take a moment to give context about the conversation that we're going to have, just give some foundation, some definitions, and then we're going to bring Junior in in um, another section of the podcast. So he's definitely going to be joining us. He's definitely going to bring his fun, (laughs) interesting perspective, but I just want to take a little bit of time to give um, foundation and context to intimacy. The first thing I want to discuss is the fact that Intimacy is not just reserved for romantic relationships. Often when we say intimacy, we think like marriage and relationships and closeness, but usually we have already experienced intimacy in other forms of relationships. We may not call it intimacy um, and we may say closeness, like I'm close to this person or things like that, but really at its core, what it is, is intimacy. And the reason why we can't reserve it just to romantic relationships is because every human being needs intimacy. So it's it would not be fair for us to say, oh, only if you're in a romantic relationship, that's when you gain intimacy. Most people have had intimacy already with their parents, siblings, close friends, you know, things like that. They have had intimate relationships, even though that's not how we refer it to. There's this book that I'm reading for class called God Attachment by Tim Clinton. And in the book, um, there they were discussing a research study at Dartmouth Medical College talking talking about um, uh, a connectedness and what the research showed, and I'll read the quote, it says, all scientific research now shows that from the time a baby is born, a baby's brain is biologically already formed to connect in relationships. This is something that is foundational to human beings. This is something that we crave, that we need, that we are are literally built for, which is connection and intimacy. So although in this episode, we're talking about intimacy in the context of relationships, I want everyone to understand that intimacy is not just reserved to romantic relationships. And most of us have probably experienced very intimate relationships already. So that's the first thing. So let's start with the definition of intimacy. What is intimacy? If you Google intimacy, you're going to find familiarity, um, a close bond. You'll probably find sex, um, many different definitions of intimacy. So I think I'll go with my definition of intimacy. I define intimacy as vulnerability. And to simplify vulnerability even more, I like to say that intimacy is being naked. And I love to use this as an analogy to intimacy because most people know when I say being naked, what that means. <laughs> In some form or fashion, you have been naked before. You were born naked, okay? And when somebody is naked and they are bare, you can see everything. Like there is nothing hidden. You are literally naked. I can see your good, your bad, your ugly. I can see your stretch marks. I can see your third nipple. All of the, all of the things. <laughs> that is why I my definition of intimacy is uh, being naked, being vulnerable. So why is this nakedness, this vulnerability, so important in relationships? So important in marriage. Another excerpt from the same book that I was reading, like they had a whole chapter on connectedness 
it was amazing. But another thing that the author wrote, he said, we are hardwired as human beings, truly created and programmed to long for deep, lasting and satisfying relationships. Now that whole quote in itself speaks volumes, but the thing that stood out to me was the deep and intimacy, I think addresses the deep marriages cannot survive in the shallow realm. Like you may be able to maintain and, you know, live life and do the everyday, but a true marriage that's going to last a long time cannot survive in shallow waters. That deep connection is absolutely necessary. And I think that's what intimacy brings. Getting naked in front of your spouse and being vulnerable with them is how you build closeness. It deepens the relationship. The, the, the vulnerability itself draws you closer to one another. And that closeness is what creates the bond. And that bond is inexplicable. It's something that transcends the natural. And I think this is why it's so necessary as a foundation in any relationship, as a foundation, especially in marriage, especially for this commitment that you want to last a long time. If you think about somebody that you are truly connected to, somebody that you feel like you have an intimate relationship, maybe it's not a spouse, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a parent, Think about the bond that you have with that person. It's not something that you can just say with words. It's something that transcends the natural. It almost like you connect yourself to a person. And I'm sitting here trying to explain it and I'm having a difficult time. But that is what intimacy is. Um, And that is why it's so important in marriage. So we briefly discussed what is intimacy and why is it important to marriage? But what does intimacy look like? I would break down intimacy in relationships to three forms. That is physical intimacy. And that is the physical act of getting naked with someone. You take your clothes off, usually you have sex, you touch all those physical acts, right? That's physical intimacy. Another way that we express intimacy or what intimacy can look like in a relationship is emotional intimacy. And emotional intimacy can be a a myriad of things, but I will narrow it down to safety, trust, and freedom in a relationship. And the last way I believe that we experience intimacy in relationships is spiritual intimacy. This may not fall in everyone's worldview, but for me in particular, this is super important, spiritual intimacy. So for me as a Christian, uh, spiritual intimacy means inviting God into my relationship Um, because in my belief system, he is the one who ordained marriage. He is the one who created intimacy and he is the one who we are supposed to be intimate with first. So there's some spiritual intimacy on an individual level between me and God, but then there's a intimacy on a marital level where we are naked in front of God, vulnerable with in front of God as a married couple, asking him for help, asking him to bless our marriage, asking him, uh, 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 for advice and things like that and get, and being connected to him spiritually. I remember the time where I realized that this was actually 
important to marriage, important to my marriage and our vision of marriage. There was a moment in our marriage where I was almost positive that we were not going to make it. We were not going to get over this hump. Jerry and I were bickering and fighting back and forth. And um, it was something that I was asking Junior to change about himself. It was something that it was it had become a strife and we were going back and forth and back and forth. We were talking ourselves into circles and we just could not get over this problem. And I was asking Junior to, to make this change. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, well, I guess my marriage is over because I cannot stay in this relationship with it being this way. And before I decided to give up, I said to myself, okay, I'm just going to pray about it. And I prayed about it and the situation didn't change. (laughs) The situation did not change, but I left with peace. I left the problem in God's hands and I did not argue. I did not bring it up. I did not do anything. I just left it in God's hands. I asked him to handle it and I left with peace. And I think maybe a week later or so, Jiren came to me with an epiphany like, oh my goodness, this is what I learned. This is what I understood about what you were saying. And this is what I'm willing to change and how we can grow and stretch and all these different things. And it was funny because he thought it was, it was his idea and he didn't know that I was praying on the other end, like, God, please open this man's eyes. What I learned from that situation, there is a part of Junior that I cannot touch. There is a part of his heart as a human being I would never be able to reach because that part is reserved for God. Ever since that situation, we have made it a priority to invite God into our relationship because we understand that we are so limited as human beings and we want God to uh, be able to access us and correct us and give us advice, even on the things that we may not be able to understand about our spouse. And that spiritual connectedness to God, inviting him into our relationship has really transformed our relationship. So what can intimacy look like? It's physical, it's emotional, and it's spiritual. So with that context, I would love to invite my husband, Junior Smith, onto the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I have returned to the podcast space. Thank you so much, wife, for inviting me to do this episode with you. It feels like good times. It feels like good old times, <laughs> as a matter of fact. Um, Why? Because he's sleepy and it's late? Because I'm sleepy, it's late, <laughs> and it's dark. But I'm glad to be here. So I invited Junior um, onto this episode specifically because I want to take some time to talk about what intimacy looks like between men and women. And um, why not ask a man, right? (laughs) I know what it looks like for me um, and what it may look like for men, but I thought out of the horse's mouth, right? So I think it's important to talk about because I think when it comes to intimacy for women, um, people will say, oh, well, it's mainly emotional intimacy. Like that's the type of intimacy that we were talking about before, emotional, physical, spiritual. When people think of intimacy for women, they say, oh, yes, emotional. When they think of intimacy for men, they say, well, intimacy for men is sex. That is the physical, the physical intimacy. But I think, one, that's a fallacy because I believe that both women and men need physical 
and emotional intimacy. It just looks different. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. So the first thing I'll say is, how do you define intimacy as a man? Um, yeah, that's a good question. Um, intimacy for me, you know, it's interesting because when I think of intimacy for you, I'm thinking of like, okay, well, that means we're spending time together, we're mm-hmm. hanging out, things like that. Yeah. For me, no, yeah, it'd be the same thing. It would be us spending time, taking the time to do something that we both enjoy. That's building intimacy for me. Did you feel that way before you understood what intimacy was, like coming into a relationship? Did you, do you feel like you, that was your... No. (laughs) I did not. Okay. No, I thought intimacy was sex. For sure. Like I thought, I thought... Intimacy with sex, sex with intimacy, the two were intertwined. Mm-hmm. You can use them interchangeable. And, you know, I had no idea. And, well, I knew that they were supposed to be different. I just didn't know how. Did you Did you have the vocabulary? Like, what intimacy, like, did you even know intimacy was a thing? I have heard of intimacy. Intimacy is one of those things where, like, it's so not concrete and subjective and and different for everybody. Yeah. So one person says intimacy and they mean something completely different than what you think. So I feel like maybe not a lot of people have have broken it down. So I never fully understood what it meant. I heard the word intimacy and it didn't help at all. It's like somebody saying, hey, you know imagine 10 trillion dollars it's like after a point in time you're just like "Uh, (laughs) yeah 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 i don't fully understand i get it it's a lot of money but i can't comprehend yeah exactly what it's supposed to look like and i couldn't comprehend exactly what intimacy was supposed to look like in our relationship when i was younger Mm -hmm. um yeah so now your definition of intimacy is spending quality time with me like spending time together yes so when it comes to um, intimacy for men, I think like it is so intertwined that intimacy is sex, but I think that it is not the same thing. I think sex can be intimacy and intimacy can be a part of sex, but they are not the same thing. But for men, I think I, in general, like, Women has been have been taught this. Men have been taught this that intimacy like is sex. Yeah, I know. I think it's just easier that way. Honestly, um, I think it's easier that way. I feel like, and I think I shared this at the retreat. Like, it was just a catch-all type of understanding of sex, right? And so, when they speak to husbands about what to do to have a successful marriage. They say, well, wifey is right. So whatever she wants, you just do it. And when they speak to women, they say, give them sex. Mm. It's a healing ointment for everything. Yeah. You don't have to go deep with it. Just give them sex. Mm. And I think that's the same thing for us. Like, we're not noticing that there's a huge difference between sex and intimacy. Um, It's a lot easier to just lump them in there together. But when you do that, you're throwing away the baby with the bathwater. You're making something, um, something that it's not. And for a while, it just it works. It feels okay to do so. You don't notice the difference. 
But after a while, when you're trying to go deeper in a relationship, you realize quickly you don't have the tools to. So I've heard it put it put this way, and this was actually from my brother, um, Joel. He said that men are okay with being naked physically, but scared to death of being naked emotionally. And I think this is maybe why sex for men is getting intertwined with intimacy, right? Because we don't address the emotional needs of men, right? It's easy for us, like you said, a catch-all to say, well, intimacy is sex. If you give him sex, then you guys have intimacy. But that is not necessarily true because you could be having sex with a person and not be intimate with that person. So my question to you first off is what is emotional intimacy? What does that look like for a man aside from sex? Yeah, that's a really good question. And the more I think of emotional intimacy, the more similarities I find with intimacy for women as well. Mm, it's the same. Yeah, I mean... Not the same, but no, similar. We're similar in a lot of ways. We are. I think we're more similar than different. I think so too. So yeah, I mean, as a guy, right, if I was talking to another guy, I'm like, hey... Your wife wants to be intimate with you, you know. Emotionally. Emotionally. Like, what do you think that means? And he's like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to take her to a nice, you know, spot that she likes. Probably get her after work and, like, take her there, have her get all dressed up, all dolled up. We can have a babysitter, you know, for the kid. I take her there. We have a good time. We talk like we used to. We spend all the time in the world and whatever have you. I'm spending time with her. But it's the same thing for guys. Like, if he wanted to be... Um, emotionally intimate with you, he's hoping that there could be some quality time that's spent. Like, he's hoping that you would be willing to go the extra mile to do something, to initiate. That's what I was looking for. He's hoping that you would initiate that, where you're looking to help him build that trust in you by giving him that open space. So it sounds like what you're saying is like, the openness, right? Because this is what I talked about earlier in the podcast. This is what I was explaining how intimacy is nakedness, is vulnerability. So specifically, what is, how do men get naked emotionally outside of sex? Um, What, what does think, that look like specifically? Yeah, no, I think it's being vulnerable. I think it's being vulnerable. Um, and what does vulnerability, vulnerability look so like? So sharing like the true emotions, right? In the most rawest form. Right, telling you know people how they feel on the inside. Sometimes that can be initiated by the man. Sometimes the woman kind of has to like start that. And if he feels safe enough, then he'll share. If he you know if he trusts her, right? If he's like, man, I'm I'm interested in being with her, and I feel safe. I'm gonna go ahead and give myself because, like you said before, emotions. That's a, a man's currency. So he's not going to give that away for free. He has to check the environment, make sure it's a safe place, right? That his 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 voice will be heard. And so I think that trust is tied to intimacy for men, at least, mm. in a way where it's like if you don't have trust, you can't have that intimacy at all. You have to have that trust, right, in order for them to feel free to be to be vulnerable. I think after a while of knowing, right, that they can trust you, I think they'll open up by themselves. Yeah, yeah. They'll do it without you having to, like, um, prime them or initiate, right? But, you know, it just, it takes time, really, for a guy to realize, like, hey, 
I need to be open and honest because honestly, we don't feel like there's a space for that, especially black men. Mm. Like we don't feel like there's a space for that. We feel like nobody wants to hear it. Mm. It's not beneficial, right? It's not going to bring about any kind of um, good stuff, especially if what I think in my mind is like different from what you think. So from a young age, we're told to swallow our emotions and not show emotions or that nobody wants to hear the emotions. Yeah, yeah. So they're dismissed. And so it is a learning process to understand, hey, don't ignore your emotion, number one. Swallowing your emotion is only going to kill yourself faster. Number two, you have a safe space to share that emotion. And number three, you can do so. And in doing so, you're building intimacy, you're building connection, you're building a bond with your spouse. Um, It takes a lot. So how does a lack of emotional intimacy wane on the relationship for men? Do you feel like a man could survive in a relationship without emotional intimacy, but there's still physical intimacy? So like there's sex, it's consistent, it's frequent, but there's that lack of trust. There's not a lot of security, but your physical needs are being met. Do you feel like it's higher? Your need for physical intimacy is higher than your need for emotional int- intimacy. Um, It's been done before. I think... It's all, you know, based on our social conditioning. Uh, Men, plenty of times, have chosen to not be emotionally intimate with their wives. But can still have sex with your wife. You're not emotional, but still have sex with them. What? And that be enough? Yeah, for sure. Like I, I, I just explained to you, like a lot of dudes didn't even know that's part of the package when it comes to being married. Mm. They didn't even think it was on the table. Yeah. They really thought it was just sex. Yeah. So now you're telling them, hey, we can't do the emotional intimacy, but we can do the sex. You're like, okay, no problem. Back to square one. That's what I thought it was in the first place. Mm. So a lot of us are conditioned that way anyway. So it's definitely possible for the marriage to continue with a lack of emotional intimacy on behalf of the guy. And he may not even realize that it's lacking. But I think this is where the conflict happens when sex and intimacy is intertwined and there's no differentiation. When sex goes away for men, intimacy goes away. But it shouldn't have to be that way because there are situations in marriage, for instance, having a child, grief, um, so many uh, different instances in a relationship where sex may not be available as frequently as we would like it that doesn't mean that the relationship is thrown away if we're working on our emotional intimacy we should still be able to get close and feel connected even though we're not having sex and this is why i think it's so important for men um especially to talk about this more openly uh, when it comes to sex and intimacy and differentiate the two because they have to be able to understand that in your relationship, when sex is not available, hopefully you can still connect to your spouse. That shouldn't be your only avenue to connect to connection. Yeah, no, I mean, you're absolutely correct. You're correct 100%. When you believe the only connection that you need from your wife is the physical sex connection, when you prioritize that as the end-all be-all, then... You make sex something that it's not supposed to be. Mm. You take it out of its its box of where it functions. Yeah. And now it's doing everything. Mm. Now it's working. Solving all the problems. Solving all the problems. Yeah. I was working overnight shifts. 
is working time and a half, is doing all these things that's not supposed to be doing. Mm. It's confirming that she really loves you. It's uh, making you feel better after a hard day at work. Yeah. Now it's being used and abused in this way that it was never created or designed to function. And that's when it becomes um, adulterated, I think. And that's when you see people, or dudes mainly, they got like these these hard, fast rules on sex, mm. not flexible at all when it comes to sex because they need it. It's air at this point. Mm. It's doing so many things at once. It's oxygen. So when you cut that, they he just does not know how to get the rest of that stuff. Like he doesn't know. It's like a train, right? Coming in with all the supplies that you need. And there's only one route. Mm. Once you block that route, yeah, 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 that's a yeah. wrap. You're not getting no water. Yeah. You're not getting no wood. Yeah. It's a wrap, right? Because I think what's interesting is that like part of sex is intimacy. Like men, you guys are gaining some type of intimate connection with your with your spouse, right? Because it's not just a desire. There is a physical desire, obviously, but that physical desire is also fulfilling a, a that connection desire. So it is doing some of it, but it can't do all of it. And and we we say to men that it's going to do all of it. Just keep having sex and it's going to do all of it. But that's not true. No, I had to learn that myself. And now what I'm doing and what I, I want every man to hear me on. And if there's nothing you took away from this conversation, practice emotional intimacy. Mm. You can have both. You can have great sex. You can also practice emotional intimacy. It doesn't have to be a backup, you know? Mm. As a matter of fact, the emotional intimacy is first. Like, now that I'm seeing it for what it really is, mm. the emotional intimacy is so important. There's going to be a time when we stop having sex. Like, hopefully, I know hopefully that. Hopefully when we're really old. Yeah, when we're really old. <laughs> no, no, not now. <laughs> Not now, <laughs> but I want to make sure that I, I've put enough time in building my emotional intimacy with you where when that time happens, yeah, 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 yeah we're yeah. good to go. Yeah. Imagine, right? An older couple stop talking because they stop having sex. Like you didn't prepare well enough for the winter. Mm. And so I want to make sure bro. that right now I'm doing both because I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Because I can. So Yeah. Um, so I want to touch a little bit on, so I want to touch a little bit on intimacy for women. Um, like I said before, we often think when we think of intimacy for women, we think of the emotional intimacy and it is, I think it's very true. And, um, generally speaking, I would say that most women, um, need emotional intimacy more than physical intimacy. Um, there are obviously high, high libido, high drive women, uh, high sex drive women who need, you know, have a high need for physical intimacy, sex. Um, but most women, it's the emotional intimacy. And for women, emotional intimacy is security, is safety, is feeling like I can trust this person. It's kind of the same as men, like you were saying. It's trust. A lot of similarities. There's a lot of similarities. And it's that security and that trust and knowing that um, you can be free with this person, that this person uh, has your back, that they love you, um, that mm. they, they, they're not trying to cause harm to you. No, yeah. I think partnership. Partnership is like 
the best term for that. All of that, that you just said is basically a partner. Somebody that's trying to build you, not cause harm to you. Mm-hmm. Someone you can be yourself with. Yeah. Someone who, who sh- shoulders some of the burden. Mm-hmm. That's a partner. But I would say mainly, mainly what that is, is consistency. Like a man who shows who shows up, a man who takes action brings about the most like security because when you are consistent with your word and coming through, we, we feel so safe because it's just like, okay, I don't have to worry about if this person is going to cheat on me or I don't have to worry about if this person is going to do what they say they're going to do because when they just do it and they do it every single time and they're consistent with it. And, and that really truly brings a sense of security for women, you know, that emotional intimacy. But I have to highlight that women need physical intimacy as well, right? So we're talking about for men how... Uh, men need emotional intimacy. Women need physical intimacy. A lot of what women need for emotional intimacy is what's necessary for us to be physically intimate. Like we need to feel that safety before we can just physically give ourselves to you. Not in all circumstances, but generally that's what is necessary. We need to feel safe and secure way before the panties get dropped. (laughs) Okay, but we also, but physically also, we need to feel safe. So not just emotionally, but like in the bedroom, actually feeling heard, um, actually feeling like it's an open, safe environment, actually feeling like, oh, this person wants to serve my needs as well. Like I'm not being objectified here. That level of security and openness for the physical act of sex is necessary for us to um, enjoy it, for it to be a pleasurable experience, all those type of things. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I just wanted to highlight that, you know, women need physical intimacy. Men need emotional intimacy. Um, I think we need to start talking about that more in relationships and and, and kind of de- debunk or defunct? Uh, debunk debunk the myth that men just need sex and women just need emotions we both need a balance a healthy balance of both no yeah and i think i think it's super important that the partners um play a role in debunking that so me as a man i know all about emotional intimacy for my wife but i'm also going to play an active role in trying to make sure that She's physically satisfied when it comes to physical intimacy. So I'm thinking in my mind, like, okay, like Kristen said, safety in the bedroom is an open space. How can she be pleased physically? And you, in your head, you're thinking, okay, sex is important, but also Junior needs emotional intimacy. Mm, Yeah. So you're initiating those conversations. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? And yeah. so we... Creating a safe place for you to be emotionally intimate and you creating a safe place for me to be physically intimate. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I like that. I think that is a great way to end off. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Um. So I just want to thank Junior for being a guest speaker, guest host. I guess now you're like a guest, like... You're like a guest on the podcast. It's so weird because you're like always like hosting, you know, but now you're like a guest. But I just want to thank you for um, coming to speak on this topic. Yeah, it's kind of weird. 
I'm a resident host, you know? This is... A resident host? We did this together for a year. So yeah. many episodes. Yeah. But it does feel nice to be a guest. I like it. To end, I leave you guys with this quote by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Intimacy is about truth. When you realize you can tell someone your truth, when you can show yourself to them, when you stand in front of them and their response is, you are safe with me. That's intimacy. Thank you all for tuning into Black Marriage Therapy, BMT for short. If you haven't yet, follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Black Marriage Therapy. Thanks again for listening and see you again next week where we'll be discussing the third C of marriage, which is communication, which is the final episode for our series, the three C's of marriage.